Welcome back to snowy Park City. It is a snowy, wintry day in Park City, and I realized that it is overdue for an update on our family car. This is our 2017 Porsche Cayenne SE Hybrid Platinum Edition. It is all of those things, and uh, we bought it all the way back at the end of February. We've had it for about nine months already, and we've put about 13 plus thousand miles on it. We bought it with 77,000 miles. It has almost 91,000 right now, which I, I'm a little astonished because neither my wife or I have really like major commutes. She commutes some, but I cannot believe we put that much mileage on this already. Now, part of that is we took a monster epic family road trip, 2,200 miles shortly after we got it. We went from our area in the Salt Lake area, Salt Flats, San Francisco, Pacific Coast Highway, which was gorgeous and surprisingly fun when this car was put into Sport Plus mode, all the way down to Los Angeles to, of course, you got to do Disneyland, right? And back up through Vegas to home. 2,200 miles, the three of us and our stuff. Our son, who's getting big, was plenty comfortable in the back. We had all of our stuff in this, and no matter what the driving was, whether it was cruising, where I could put it on super soft mode, or it was hardcore, where we were down on Pacific Coast Highway and I was driving as hard as I could in something that weighs 5,400 pounds, this was kind of a revelation. We bought this in February for $37,000. It's about a $90,000 MSRP vehicle, so I'm pretty pleased with what we got it for. Of course, car prices have finally turned and they're coming back down to rationality a little bit, so you may be able to find an even better deal on one of these now. I was pretty excited to get one with 77,000 miles in the exact spec that we wanted. Black exterior, tan and black interior, the panoramic sunroof, all the things we were kind of hoping for, Plus, by being 2017 and up, it has, from the factory, Apple CarPlay. Now, that is wired only, but we wanted that as well. I was able to find this perfect spec for us by searching on autotempest.com. I looked nationwide with our very specific parameters and clicked on many, many Cayennes. Luckily, I found this one not even too far away from us in Denver. I was able to fly out and drive it back in one day. So whatever you're looking for is probably only one nationwide search away on autotempest.com slash everyday. We bought this e-hybrid because we wanted to get better gas mileage than we had with our prior Cayenne. Now that 2010 averaged 16 miles to the gallon. We've had this car for nine months now, over 13,000 miles, and the average miles per gallon is 23 miles per gallon. That's almost a 50% increase in miles per gallon off of our prior Cayenne. We're not making a revolutionary amount of miles per gallon, but when you consider a 50% increase over our prior Cayenne, we got everything we wanted there. The highest I've actually seen in this car is 29. Because this is the e-hybrid, it's a plug-in hybrid vehicle, which means we do have some range all EV. But because it is early in that technology for Porsche, it's not very much. The third generation Cayenne pulls off a decent amount. This one is rated at about 14 miles of all electric range. Now, we live pretty close to most of our normal errands, so that is actually still helpful. But the reality is what happens in the winter versus the summer. In the summer, we do get 14 miles of electric range. In the winter, we get nine, maybe 10, because a cold afternoon in Park City just saps some of that range out of the battery. Now, the system does do a good job of managing its battery power, so you always feel like you have all that power. 416 horsepower, 435 pound-feet of torque is a lot. In fact, it's almost twice as much torque as we had in our old Cayenne. But the purpose of this vehicle is to be our family hauler. It is to be our all-weather hauler. It is to be that car that I know my wife and son or all three of us will be safe in and actually also enjoy driving 
for all the kinds of driving that we do. And today is kind of a worst case scenario. It's, it's not really snowing, it's not really raining. And so things like how well does this do start to cross my mind. Now remember, this has got those monstrous 21 inch wheels on it, 295 tires on it, which is, well, not good news, frankly. These are, these are massive, massive tires on here. And as a result, I have been very worried about how they're going to be. Last winter, we actually blew a tire in a nasty pothole. So we've been thinking about, well, what do we do for tires? Our friends at Bredeshine have an all-weather tire. The Quattrac Pro comes in this size, 295, 35, 21s for an all-weather high-performance tire, which means it does have the Triple Peak Snowflake on it, which means it will work for actual snowy conditions. And I went, yes, <laughs> that's the tire that I need. I had to talk to my wife about it because she is used to winter tires and summer tires. So I was explaining to her my excitement for having a tire that we can put on this and it'll work for any condition she drives in and be really good. We do have the full air suspension, all kinds of settings here. In fact, I'm in sport mode right now because I'm on kind of a windy part of I-80. When the winter comes, you have to recalibrate your driving. You can't drive exactly the same in the winter as you do in a dry, hot summer day. I hope you already know that, but if you don't, I feel like I need to say it because even with great all-purpose, all-weather tires like I have on here, you still have to think about how you're driving. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now, owning this as our primary car for about nine months, of course, we have things we like and dislike. It's been very interesting to discover the things that both my wife and I like about this car. We both love the seats. The seats are amazing. We like this black and tan interior. I'm not a fan of the piano black. It's always dirty and marked up with fingerprints, but that's true of any car with piano black. I love the buttons, and so does she, because you don't have to chase things in the screen. There's a designated button for anything you need to do for HVAC, entertainment, volume. Settings on the instrument panel are all done with two little thumb buttons or actual buttons and everything scrolls through things very easily. There's a lot of tactility in here and that matters when you drive a car. Having everything in a screen is hard to find when you're driving. This balances it really well. We're using Apple CarPlay almost exclusively. The screen otherwise is fine. Of course, Apple CarPlay works very well. One of my wife's critiques from the car comes from all of the different settings that are available for both the suspension and the power. This car has two sport buttons and her prior Cayenne only had one. In our older Cayenne, the sport button only affected throttle response. Here, the sport button affects the entire way that the drivetrain handles your performance. And then you have a separate sport button that is suspension only. Having these two buttons actually caused one of my wife's initial problems with the car because for the first two or three months, I was in love with its driving dynamics and she kept saying, it feels a little sluggish. It doesn't feel powerful. And I kept thinking, it's far more powerful than our last. I don't understand the problem. And then it dawned on me that the sport button for suspension is in the same approximate place as her sport button for power on her old Cayenne. 
and she kept hitting that sport button and wondering why the car didn't respond. Well, it does respond in the dynamics, but you have to get it off V-Power, not only charge, over here into sport of those settings, and all of a sudden, this car does give you all of the power that it's got, which is two seconds faster, zero to 60, than our last Cayenne, and a ton of power for most any situation. So now she gets in all the time, hits the sport button for the power settings, and never thinks about it again. And in spite of her driving almost exclusively that way, we're still getting 23 miles to the gallon. But it's not all good news. There are things we don't like about this. Occasionally, this system, which is very complex with the engine handing off to the electric and vice versa, plus when you pull your foot off the gas, that engine actually runs in reverse like a generator actually helping recharge the battery. That has added to a different feel when my wife comes to a stop and definitely different under no acceleration coasting. She prefers the traditional feel of the older Cayenne just a personal preference. I like the PHEV a lot. I like the all-electric range. She likes it as well, but she hates the fact that the electric plug does lock itself into the car, which is pretty standard on most electric plugs. To unlock it, you do need the key fob, which invariably is at the bottom of my wife's purse. We're adapting to the fact that there are essentially no usable pockets in this interior. You can get little pockets that hang from these handles here. We've debated that. Her short-term solve was to take out the ashtray. When you take out the ashtray insert, this pocket in front of the gear selector is actually the perfect size for a phone. So we're in love with the power. We like more space. We like more rear seat space. This rear seat actually folds flat. The first-gen Cayenne did not do that. Plus, it has a 40-20-40 split that's very useful for things like skis, which we do use. I'm going to turn off e-power, which is the all-electric mode which puts it into the mode where it goes gasoline if it needs it, electric if it can, which is actually my favorite way to use the car. You can go into e-charge mode, and of course, like most plug-in hybrids, you can charge the battery as you drive. That, of course, will also bring your miles per gallon down. We rarely use that mode unless we're on doing something like a long-distance highway road trip. I'm finding that a plug-in hybrid electric is the best of all worlds. You get the benefit of an EV when you can. I do wish that the range was more, but this was early tech for Porsche on that. Most of the plug-in hybrids now have 30 to 40 miles worth of range, including the updated Cayenne. I wish there was a little more electric range, but the usability here is so easy because you can plug it in, you can forget to plug it in. Whichever way you'd like to use it, it's just ready. Cost-wise, in our nine months of ownership, we've put over 13,000 miles on it, and all we've done is one oil change after 10,000 miles. That cost us about $140, plus another $150 to swap to these tires. That's it. I love this thing. It's actually been a great purchase. I loved it right away, and since I don't get in it every day, every time I climb in and I just go, this was a great buy. My wife drives it every day, and she thinks about it in relation to the old Cayenne. There are pros and cons. I think ultimately she just preferred what she was used to, which is the feel of a normal gasoline motor, both accelerating and decelerating. But now that she's found that all-purpose sport button, the world is happy again, because this thing's quick. We still have our old Cayenne, and now we're debating what to do with that. I'm thinking a light off-road build, but when I update you on this, I'll update you on that probably sometime next spring.